was it was a whole other oh show. yes didn't have this part like what was this recent album he just released where there's like a bunch of old tracks right but like it's like hybrids it's like this all night long but it's slower tempo like yeah well, what was that that was just like extra content this newest Drake project you know what I'm talking uh, about yeah no so it was a bunch of like mixtape stuff <laughs> that he dropped uh, and he remastered it so it's like he's capitalizing on nostalgia and yes and plus he he's so he's a genius at staying relevant because he's constantly either making songs with like Lil Baby someone yes. new like that or dropping or so what like what he did with this where he dropped a bunch of old music right now so the kids that were like I don't know, fucking 16 now. I never heard those tracks. They're like, oh, these are bangers. I love Drake. This is new Drake, even though to me, like to us, it's not. Or even if we're the main target, it's just, it's new enough where it's in our mind and Drake is just, just there's a science to how much you have to put yourself out there. Guy's a genius. The guy is an absolute genius with that. He's always, uh, he's always around. Well, Johnny, are you okay with the notion that we've started? I hope so. <laughs> Dropping knowledge already. <laughs> Johnny Brown, good to talk to you, man. Yeah, Matt Hamill. Uh... <laughs> We playing Chip that out. We got an intro. We could. <laughs> yeah. Chip Marble, yes. Yeah, I guess we're trying to figure out exactly what we're doing. Uh, but that's you know y'all are uh, along this ride for us, right? Got to do something. Yeah, you guys are you guys are with us on this one, Johnny. You're back in Toronto, living in the city. Yeah. Welcome back. Thank you. You liking it? I love it. I actually, uh, I've had so much fun. I've been here for like a week and a half, and I've done nothing but but chill and make music. So it's been it's been dope. Just trying to figure out uh i think it's exciting trying to figure out a new place a new city feeling a little bit lost i think it's, it's pretty dope it's tough man you gotta develop a new routine mm-hmm. and uh like my old man just retired and it's like now he just got everything he's known his life to be has been like taken away now it's like well how do you rebuild and you're gonna have like a tough a little bit time at first. initially yeah you're gonna yeah. be like you know sort of finding your way but uh i think you'll do all right you're you're playing ping pong <laughs> i am yeah on a weekly basis so i am <laughs> more i've been actually going twice a week uh we said one once a week but it's been a twice a week type situation spending all my money there <laughs> <laughs> on what just like the hour rental fee for the table yeah so yeah like it's you know nine bucks an hour so i'll be playing for like two three hours and then plus i'm i'm grabbing at least two beers while i'm there so my bill will be like you know sixty to like sixty dollars <laughs> every time, regardless if I because uh, once you're like once you're there like, and I could go with a friend of ours, uh, Dylan, and it's just he's a really good he's good at convincing you know he'd be like oh so like he's like yeah you know like that first hour is just a warm up and be like all right and then the second hour he'll be like all right so you know I think we're like in our groove so like one more hour right and I'm like all right, all right. <laughs> yeah that's it you know I, I went there that that's a pretty cool ping pong place and uh, they had like some cider some like. Uh, pink grapefruit cider and obviously that's not a good like that sounds like it's gonna be trash but it was delicious yeah it's collective arts you know collective arts they yeah. make a lot of like uh, creative designs on their cans the and cans stuff. are always yeah A1. off the hook yeah it was good i want to steal that uh that pint glass yeah that glass was sick i figured that's a that's a bad first impression my first time at this ping pong hall yeah you know, i'm trying to get a job there so <laughs> keep it on the up and up yeah toronto's been cool man it's nice i'm glad you have a place here in the city you know what i mean it's nice to have like somebody with the home base yeah come out here and be busy uh here in the city you know yeah any, anytime because growing up in the gta is nothing like this it's not uh we weren't going to the city that often no i grew i grew up here and then i moved to calgary when i was like 18 19 and i'd never really had like a toronto i'd go to like a leafs game but you mm-hmm. never really like experienced the city you'd go to like shop with like tatarski or something like that yeah. <laughs> yeah no yeah it's cool to be here man but uh we went down the street to remember that went to boston pizza and they 
we walk by this Boston pizza. We're just with the boys, six of us, looking for a place to drink. We have money that we'd like to part with in exchange for food and yeah. drink. And uh, they just, there's plenty of tables at this Boston pizza. After we got turned away by St. Louis, who clearly have gotten a little too cool for their own good. Yeah. St. Louis is packed, so we couldn't get in there. And we go to Boston pizza, and uh, the shit was... Wide open, but they, they turned us away. They said we didn't staff enough people. <laughs> they said straight up. They didn't say straight up, but they should have because that would have made the blow a lot easier. But look, they're like, we, we don't have enough staff to serve you. And it's just like, did you even ask? You know, like I if get- I'm working there, I'm saying seat them because I want more cash. Yeah, there must be no manager working if the policy has been, oh, we'll just turn people away, even though there's <laughs> plenty of tables. I'm like, well, yeah, wait. No, no like, management would ever, would ever agree to that. It was a tough night because then even after we bounced, you go to Jack Astor's and then we kind of got duped. Like the girl was like, hey, you guys, uh, you you guys just stay down here. We're like, isn't that like a really dope rooftop patio we can go to? No, nah, you don't want to go up there. It's like it's busy. And I went up there and it was like, but I didn't actually go up there. You know, they have like a roof. I went up to the second floor. Which oh, they is got like a third covered. one. They have like an actual. Damn. So maybe she wasn't lying, but I thought we got like fleeced into well, just being one of her customers it was you know? funny Downstairs. the way that yeah she ended up serving us which is funny but it it was hilarious the way that she the way that she put it was like you guys don't want to go upstairs right it's like so then one of our friends was like what's going on upstairs and they're like oh no it's just you know <laughs> it's like a wet t-shirt contest <laughs> yeah, yeah. bunch of dope shit happening it's where you want to be the <laughs> fuck nah but hopefully the next time we go out in toronto we got to better uh better luck yeah we'll we'll do that soon and for sure like i'd be i'd be going to spots now and just trying to yeah scope out the scene like i won't be going to that boston pizza ever again because that's just ridiculous yes it kind of reminds me of like when i went to jiffy loop and i pulled my car in i'm like i got a big to-do list oil changes on here i'm gonna check this off i pull into jiffy loop and they're like no we don't have we're out of oil That's kind of like the same vibe yeah. as Boston Pizza turning you away. Like, so what are you guys doing? What, what, what? Like, turn off the sign then. Yeah, close down. <laughs> close down. <laughs> Move. Get out of here. Well, they're dead to me, so they might as yeah. well. Like, they just. That's a forever. If you, you know, if you, if you do one thing and I go there, you ain't got it. Then, uh, yeah. Yeah, like unless Forget we're friends, it. if you do one thing, like that, that's it for me. You know. <laughs> And you're in the city. You got the uh, you got the uh, the gym set up. You're at the Good Life. Yeah. You're not doing the remember the you're not doing the YMCA look. Is there anything like that around here? No, I haven't seen a YMCA situation. Thank God. I don't know if anything will ever be as bad as that Ottawa YMCA. Though. I'm did sure that YMCA here is a lot better. Once regardless. I left Ottawa, did you still go to that downtown YMCA? In yeah, no, because they had the ping pong table. There's the only place oh, in the outside area. Outside of the basketball gym. Yeah. Yeah. yeah there's yeah. the only the only area that had the table. So uh, Adam and I got memberships because i canceled pong. mine and then we got another like we went back to just to play ping pong yeah you guys can rent out your a paddle if you leave us your card like we got our own paddle. yeah yeah we were out of bag and shit yeah it was for real <laughs> and they they knew man they pretty knew. legendary that that downtown ymca because uh i had my phone stolen there the oh. the night before you open for ti we have everybody coming up you're opening for ti <laughs> tip harris is coming to town and you're opening for him and everybody's coming up from oakville it was quite a grand spectacle. And then like that night before, I go to the, I go get a massage. I go to the YMCA. I go to the steam room. I'm like, this is the self-care day. Like you would, you know, the likes of which I've never seen. Come back from the sauna. Somebody busted into my locker. Stole my phone. Like, how the fuck? So what, do they have like a sledgehammer and they knocked? Like, what the fuck? How, I don't know. My how do you theory, go about doing that? I think I had a cheap lock. I think they just pulled the lock. Or I might have just like, oh, I was smoking a bit of weed. Maybe mm. I just left my phone like on the fucking... 
But do you do you take a phone if if you see that you know? Oh, at that, at that, yeah. I I think depends I on think how old you are. I don't expectation. Know. I think yeah. I think when when people are young, like there's too many young kids. Like the, the they had just shut down like the youth basketball, um, you know, session whatever, session. Whatever, yeah. yeah. So you have like 40 kids coming down and uh, yeah. And I was like, I got back out of the sun. I put my headphones in. I'm listening to my podcast and then. Sh- Gradually, it starts cutting out as the person that stole my phone gets further away. <laughs> oh, it was a blue. Oh shit! It was like Bluetooth, Bluetooth. theft. <laughs> oh Track shit! Them down with the Bluetooth. Yeah, yeah. Signal's getting stronger. Damn, that's like that's genius right there. I panicked though, and I'm plus I'm like have a towel on. I can't run out as like the signal's cutting out. They knew. I'm, they yeah, knew you were I was, naked, bro. Yeah, yeah, man. <laughs> Taking advantage of <laughs> Absolutely vulnerable at that point. And then there's the time, boys, getting hot down here. Yeah, it's getting hot already. Fuck. We turn the fan off and we close the window for you guys. <laughs> Optimal sound. You know what is funny, though, is that your uh, microphone is, like, so much better. Um, it's, like, picking up. <laughs> well. More shit, yeah. Well, it's, yeah, it's not... It's for music, so... it. I don't know. It's not for this, I guess. We get it. You're an artist. <laughs> But you know that uh, one more downtown Ottawa YMCA story. Uh, when I went into the sauna, I love the sauna. You oh, got to love getting in there. You get a good schwitz on. You sweat out all the evil. You know, especially you've been drinking. You just kind of like cleanse yourself. One time I hop in that um, that sauna, and there was some extracurricular activity. Two older gentlemen were, uh, you know, and I don't, you know, I didn't walk in and see like anything, but their response to me walking in the scattering i was like okay i'm picking up on something here but i'm like you know what? i love the sauna so much i refuse to you know really let this get in the way of my my chi i want to just zen out here and then i'm just sitting there one of the guys runs out of like just kind of scampers one guy stays then this other old guy comes and starts yelling at the dude like i know what you were doing my grandson works out here Oh my goodness! How dare you be doing some shit like that? And then the angry guy sits down, and the the guilty guy leaves. So just me and the angry guy, and he's like reading his paper, like all frazzled. Can you sucking him off? Can you believe that? <laughs> oh my god, dude! Pulling you into it? Yeah, I'm like, oh, man, I was trying to like just yeah. block this out of my. I don't even want to know, man. Yeah, like, like, you subconsciously, guys, uh, I had done the math, but I was just trying to. I don't. I don't like that. I don't like. Don't ever rope me in anything like that. Actually, I had a similar story, experience at the YMCA. I didn't get sucked off in the, uh, in the sauna, but I mean, I was, uh, so there was one point where we're living in that shithole on Bell Street. Yeah. And the shower wasn't working. That's a whole other, that's a whole other story. So I got a membership with the YMCA just to shower there. That's, that's like where I was in my life. <laughs> so, so I'm there and I'm in the mirror after I shower and I'm like shaving and shit. And all of a sudden these two older gentlemen run in yelling at each other. And one guy's saying like, you know, you were pissing in the shower, blah, 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 <laughs> That's right? my biggest fear is that <laughs> yeah. getting booked. <laughs> yeah, yeah. Right? And, the, you know, the shower there is, like, it's not the divider type situation. Like, you're, like, there's just oh, classic no. high school, yeah. like, from the 80s movie where they're just, like, in a room and there's a bunch of shower And heads. the captain of the football team does the towel <laughs> does snap on your shit. butt. Yeah. It's like that. Loser. <laughs> or, like, a jail, uh, more like a jail scene, actually. If you drop any sort of soap, like, bad things will happen. So, yeah, yeah. Uh, so these guys are screaming at each other and I'm looking in the mirror trying to shave and these guys are ass naked. A <laughs> <laughs> naked argument. As <laughs> going back to the Roman times. Naked argument. They're just, yeah, and I'm like, I'm just staring, trying to like, you know, finish up what I'm, so I can get the fuck out of there. So now I'm looking down and I remember one guy tries to rope me in and he's like, can you believe like, 
with this guy like he was peeing and i was like <laughs> yeah like, I just, that's not cool I just eyes down because in my head i'm thinking i don't have an opinion until everybody around me has clothes on like i don't have anything to say <laughs> until the clothes oh, okay. are on you i thought you were like a juror like waiting for all the facts pour in before you but no you're more just it's it's purely about the naked man i don't have anything going on for you guys <laughs> i don't exist until y'all put some clothes on <laughs> yeah exactly Oh man, that is—it's nonstop. And now I work out at the YMCA in Niagara, in uh, like the 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 Welland. If if you're familiar with Welland, I work at that YMCA, and you know that's like old man central, right? Mm -hmm. You got like these hilarious old man conversations. Go old man behavior is one thing, like the walking around naked. Mm, Like they don't really. No, yeah, yeah, they take forever uh, (laughs) to like put their clothes on. And then like the one I had the the most old man conversation I've ever heard, which was like these two old guys back and forth. Well, I got a problem with the squirrels. And then he's going into his problem with the squirrels and how they're like broken into his house. And he's dealing with this like maniacal squirrel. Like this is the most old man problem ever is to be like stressing over squirrels. And it's like telling someone about it. Yeah, yeah, yeah. It's like a Disney. I just imagine like a Disney cartoon, like this like clever squirrel just (laughs) thwarting this old man. That's amazing, actually. Then I was in the I was in the steam room, so we don't have a sauna at this YMCA. <laughs> Got a lot of YMCA material. <laughs> we <laughs> we have a steam room. It's like you know the wet sauna, so it's just like the moisture's in the air, and uh, it's great. It's kind of like a fast track, like the other dry sauna. You have to sit in there a while before your body temp gets up. You start to sweat. The the wet sauna, you're it's like boom, you're there. Um, this younger guy is in there with me and he's rigged the sensor. So there's like a sensor that senses like how much moisture is in the air and then it like, you know, the thing shoots off more moisture. He put like a towel, a wet towel over it so the thing couldn't read the moisture in the room. So it was just constantly on. Like he was like overloading this room of steam and he's like, these fucking old guys, they got all day. Me and you, bro, we're young. Like, we need to like fast track this. We need to like you know. And I was like, all right, man. Be careful what you say about old people. Like we're in a YMCA change room. This is like. It's also funny how he was trying to like turf. validate his actions yeah, yeah, to yeah. you. And you know, well, pulling <laughs> yeah. me in like yeah. as my co-conspirator. Yeah. Because I walked in the change room. I'm like, why is the mirror foggy? Like at the entrance. Like mm. what's going on? Here? Oh, because fucking round, yeah. <laughs> he's, he's doing some, uh, you know. Wow. That that reminds me of like grid shit. <clears throat> When you'll be driving with someone and like, you know, you're, you're about to take a left turn and it's kind of looks a little sketchy and you have to, you have to announce and be like, yeah, I'm just going to wait for the yellow. Like you got to tell the person that you're with, like to validate like your actions or like, yeah, yeah this, oh, this, this intersection is yeah, 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 classic. Fuck. This intersection is always a problem, you know? <laughs> <laughs> to be fair though, I do that even when I'm by myself. Like mm. I, I, I kind of curse myself out like, should have gone. Oh. Yeah, no, that's fair. I think, and I think that's not crazy and it's important. I like, I like doing that as well. That's me validating my own actions there. It's weird, though, because, no, you shouldn't have gone. Because sometimes, you ever, like, not go and go, wow, I almost just went. I almost just made that turn, and I would have died. Oh, yeah. That car just came out of nowhere. Mm -hmm. And you're like, wow, I was that close to making that decision. Yeah, definitely. So, I think the default should be just punish yourself for, you know, monster pussy, I should have gone. It's all right. Like, better than... Better than fucking, yeah, yeah, losing your life and... Or whatever, losing your legs. But, uh, yeah, so, I guess the lesson is wait for the yellow. (laughs) Fuck it. (laughs) Yeah. All right. Thanks, folks. That's all we got for today. <laughs> YMCA. Like to end every show with a lesson. A little bit of YMCA yeah. and uh, talking about driving for two seconds. This episode brought to you by YM, the village people. <laughs> Let's just dress up next time. Fuck it. <laughs> just costume. And don't mention it. Like, I'm, I'll be the yeah. Indian chief and I'll you be can the be the cop the, or something. Yeah, yeah. yeah. yeah there you Fuck go. Fuck it. <laughs>
Uh, I think we've done enough YMCA material. Yeah. Johnny, um, football season is upon us. Mm-hmm. You catching any games? I think maybe you're just uh, doing the highlights. I am. Um, you know, honestly, even though that we played, I've never been a huge like football follower. Like uh, yeah. basketball, I could tell you who won since 1973. But uh, in terms of football, I'm really trying to get into it. So I watched tons of highlights. I don't have cable, so that's kind of what I'm sub- subjected to out here. Yeah. But uh, I know what's tough. going on. You need cable. You big time. It's, I live with my parents, so we got that cable package. Lock, it's already, you don't have to ask. It's just there. They're, yeah. they're setting it up. For, and it's really only, like, it's really only going to be parents that invest in the cable package. Like, yeah. If it can be anybody your age, you're just going to go Netflix and right. streaming. But now streaming, <laughs> boy, it's, uh, they're kind of getting better. Like, those Reddit stream links they're, are getting shut, shut down. down. Yeah, shut down, I'm like, dude. I guess it just, it'll move on to somewhere else, but I'm not savvy enough. I've just, you know, I was lucky enough to come across the Reddit streaming thing and yeah that's what I was, I was trying to run that on sunday and it just it was a yeah. whole thing I, I don't know if i like maybe i'm getting old i'm just like can't handle searching for the right link anymore i'm like fuck i can't go to the bar and watch it all day because then i'm you know i'm buying six seven yeah, exactly. at that point. yeah no i can't <laughs> yeah it's it's really it's kind of tough but it was a pretty lit first week of football you had mm-hmm. that saints game on the monday night the early monday nighter probably the game of the year yeah, that and, game was uh, amazing. Big redemption for the Saints fans. You know, it's crazy. This New Orleans Saints, when they had Hurricane Katrina, um, you know, just devastated the city. They And then the first game back, you know, you have the people of New Orleans in the Superdome, and they won that game in, like, dramatic fashion, and mm. it just did so much to, like, I think that's maybe increased the fanaticism of New Orleans Saints fans is mm. that moment. And then you have the same thing. They get robbed of the Super Bowl last year, and then here in the first game of the season, they have this crazy comeback big kick yeah that game kick. was amazing oh, man. just um, tremendous like they seem to just <clears throat> new orleans is always turning out these like phenomenal moments that like galvanize their fan base like they're, they're an exciting gonna, they're an exciting squad like they're they're like, it's an exciting city yeah. i think the city gets a lot of respect and yeah. the football team too mm-hmm. obviously like mm-hmm. dynamite like the uniforms are lit like they're, they're all black with the gold <laughs> yeah, and that like sick. la fleur i don't know what you call that Quebec thing but yo what happened this week johnny i'll i'll pull it up right here is a video of uh a gentleman named Vernon Davis, and uh, here's this play he makes right here, dog. Big leap. You catch that? Hold on, yeah, run play that one back. more time. Catch that. Big oh leap, and goodness, then look, fam. but that's not it. He stays up, keeps the play alive, and <laughs> touchdown. And then he's tearing up after they don't get it. Like, wow, he's cr- something must have happened. He must have got poked in the eye. No, he didn't get poked in the eye. His grandfather passed away a couple days, like, the day before. Oh, wow. So that's, like, that thing in sports, eh, where, like, you know, something terrible happens, but that person, like, rallies and is able to come through and have, like, a big moment. It happened Mm -hmm. with, like, Brett Favre. His dad died, and the next day, he's playing in a game, has the game of his life. You know what I mean? There's, like, all these examples. You had that pitcher uh, that died in the boating accident from Miami, and that guy, you know, they're all wearing his number, and Buddy... It wasn't the first pitch of the game or something like that, wasn't it? Or yeah, first just, pitch to him, oh, and he just cranked I think it. It was like, yeah, yeah like, it was it's like, yeah, amazing how sports has that effect. <clears throat> Do you have any like examples in your life of that happening? Like the emotional sporting rallying around someone, some anything like that? I wish I could say yes. I wouldn't say anything as as deep as that, but there's definitely been moments where I was in a in a space and just ended up doing something that to to my to my standards was amazing. Yeah, and it's yeah. almost like you get this like divine focus mm-hmm. to just go do your. It's almost like something gives you a reality check, and it enables you to just like, 
I don't know, totally enter like your flow state. Mm-hmm. But I have an example, uh, but it's not necessarily on the happy end of things. But when I was in grade nine, so you started playing football in grade 10. I'd been about that life since like grade five. So I played in grade nine right away. And uh, we had a big game against Notre Dame. Notre Dame is like the best program in the province. Mm. There happened to be in our region. So we always had to square off. Now, coach Gino Camaletti, who just passed away. Right. He's coaching us in grade nine, and uh, his mother dies like right a day, like the day of the big game against Notre Dame. So it's like super emotional. Everybody's like, we gotta win this one for Gino. You know, he's not there, he's with his family. Mm-hmm. I gotta win this one for Gino. And it's like, we're playing Notre Dame, and it's like, if we could topple the, the, the giants of the football world and beat Notre Dame for what that would mean for coach. Mm-hmm. And then we go in and play the game, and uh, super emotional, and uh, we lost. We lost badly. They whooped uh, our ass. Badly, oh. Yeah. And uh, so it was like that situation, but it's, I guess that's there's a lesson there, too. It's like, you know. <laughs> sometimes, yeah. It's just <laughs> We didn't get that miracle, you know skill, what I mean? you know, sometimes. Or, or there's like that one clip online where like this, I don't know if you've seen it. It's like a high school football game. This was like on E-Bombs World, like way mm-hmm. back in the day. And they craziest comeback ever this team finally like like runs it back miracle play and then with like two seconds left in the game the other team just like quickly scores a touchdown and just ruins like this disney storyline it's like heartbreaking you know that's that's the beauty of life though yeah you gotta like never know what the fuck you never know dude i love that but there's plenty of examples of like those perfect look we had like that perfect sport moment in grade 10 football you know winning the the being the best team in the league undefeated you have that championship game and then we were ended up being down by a touchdown all this controversy mm. all this bullshit bad calls and we're down yeah. and then we just march it down there kick a field goal the last two seconds <laughs> barely and like, goes over yeah like i've never i'm just glad i got that yeah that was championship that, that experience was yeah that was huge and uh yeah i got to play i got to play that game i was uh backup running back and uh so shaka fonderson was the uh, starting running back, he was easily the best in the league. Like, he was just incredible. Like, you could not bring that guy down. Well, because he was so... It's almost like like a birth certificate situation. It's like, how old? Like, he came <laughs> into grade nine, and he kind of came from a different school. Mm. So nobody knew who this guy was. And he's just yoked. He, he was, was dunking. Yeah, absolutely jacked. Like, he was just yeah, yeah. jumping over, like... The, uh, the seating in the atrium, this guy was like just hopping over that, no problem. And he was a dude that played football before, right? And in grade nine. So anytime you go into like your grade 10, like your senior year where you're mm-hmm. the older age group, you yeah. really get to, you know, you really get a chance to, to shine. So yeah, yeah, no, he was he was incredible. And then, yeah, he ended up getting hurt. So I, I'll never forget this moment too, because like I almost bitched out because I remember when he got hurt and I was like, f- I was like, fuck. Like, I thought I was just going to come here and just chill and watch the game. Like, I was not down for this Disney shit. You know what I mean? Like, I was like, holy shit. I literally said that out loud. I'm like, I'm not down for this Disney it's shit. a lot like, of responsibility. It's like, oh my God. Like, to take over. Yeah. I gotta, and then, you uh, know, I'm just like rising to the occasion, doing the best that I could, which was good enough. And uh, yeah, we ended up winning, thank God. But uh, yeah, that's definitely a huge moment. Uh, sport-wise. Yeah. Sport-wise. And then in I basketball. I think it's my number one. Do you have a winning experience that trumps that, like, no. last-second win, no. everybody? Yeah, yeah, yeah. Like, we won in basketball that year, but uh, it wasn't it wasn't the same as that. That Just that whole year of football was, like, just a hell of an experience. Yeah, it's just brilliant. Yeah, because, you know, we're just we're the older group, so it was kind of the, the social element of football I've always found was, like, just so powerful. How many of our friends were on that team, too? Like, it was really just, like, it was... A bunch of people that never played ball <laughs> yeah. were like, I play, I'm an athlete, yeah. I'll come, you know, I'm <laughs> yeah. like, that's okay, this is all junior football, baby, that's... <laughs> <Yeah>. <laughs> this it's is like all our buddies all of a sudden, it was fucking, oh, it was a good time. 
Yeah, absolutely. That shit was fun. In other football news, have you been keeping track of this Antonio Brown stuff? I have, yeah. Stuff? yeah. I mean, we just had a big development last night with the sexual assault uh, accusations now. But just to backtrack, like leaving the Pittsburgh Steelers, mm-hmm. leaving Adam's team, and uh, heading to Oakland. Did you watch any of that, like the HBO Hard Knocks documentary where they go like behind the scenes and they showed the Oakland's training camp? And, no, I didn't see that. Yeah, just you get a lot of behind the scenes looks at Antonio Brown, and boy, he looked like not well. Like he looks mm. mentally not. It's kind of one storyline I don't hear anybody say. You know, like there's all this. Oh, what a, what an asshole! What, he's acting like such a douche. He seems not mentally, and it's not really a fun take. Mm-hmm. It's like he needs. I think he maybe should sit out the season. He doesn't. Right. Yeah, but I no, I'll I, see, that's I think what I right. think. No, I, yeah. I think yeah, you, man, because I find a lot of the time when people's actions don't really add up, that's usually the answer. And yeah, this guy, his shit does not add up, and he just yeah, he doesn't seem like he's put like he's well uh, put together mentally. To be it's honest. A, it's a tough position to be in, right? Because think about just how much like Dave Chappelle talked about it, like Martin Lawrence going out into the street and kind of having a mental breakdown. Mm-hmm. You know, Mariah Carey you know having her freak out or like breakdown on on total request live like mm-hmm. these are not weak people that are breaking down like maybe this fame is putting these kind of pressures on this people that is like more than we understand you know definitely so yeah. i think that's what i think maybe is going on with antonio brown this might be an all right dude who's just not strong enough at right now to tolerate this wave of pressure and, and all the attention and it's like that's kind of understandable you know like what would happen if like justin bieber was mm-hmm. young had all this attention, kind of turned him. In, he admits it, kind of turned him into a monster. And it's like, can doing... you fault him for that? Like, that's an intense pressure. That like, how could you even? And he was like that? seventeen, like fucking around. It's like that's what seventeen-year-olds do. I just heard recently he came out and was like, I was young, I was doing drugs, I, I started doing cocaine by the age of nineteen. I'm like, that's not that. Like, <laughs> yeah. that's not yeah, that's that not extreme, that man. Like, that's really yeah. Drew Barrymore was doing yeah. it when she was like fucking thirteen, yeah. probably. Yeah, before that. Yeah, fuck. The Beebs, but uh, yeah, no Antonio Brown. Like I, th- I was thought with the hel- with the helmet situation, I thought he was fucking around. Like, like he just didn't want to play, like type of thing. Some people are saying now this yeah. is like all orchestrated as a way to make his way to the Patriots. He was just be- he wanted to get booted out of Oakland. He'd say he threatened to to uh, beat up the general manager, and he <laughs> called him a cracker. <laughs> yeah, <laughs> he just had a list of things. He's yeah, like crossing them off, like the how moves. far you can yeah, go. Like I'm running out of moves, man. Like fuck, yeah. Because halfway I'm through, I was like, "What's happening? Like you, what the helmet now? Like yeah, like that's just like shit where you're just like, I, I don't even want to play. Like I don't want to be here, type of thing. I don't think he wanted to be there. And his quarterback like worked so hard. Derek Carr like worked mm. so hard. Evidently, they say like like so. Oakland had their first game and no Antonio Brown. Oakland played on Monday night. Evidently, Derek Carr, the quarterback for Oakland, was like very like fucking had like a look in his eye like you know he kind of got almost like dumped yeah like i don't want to play i'd rather go play with brady like you're not exciting enough for me to stay here it's almost like you could imagine the way you'd feel like oh fuck that fucking fucking show you man that fucking hurts when you stick your neck up for somebody and they and And it's exciting fuck you and what they can do for you right like antonio brown it could elevate Derek carr and vice versa right Mm -hmm. like but oh, he was uh, probably so excited, man. Oh man, I'm gonna get, I'm gonna be hitting the record book, and it's oh, like, no, taking it away. And you put in all that time in the off season, yeah, it's killer. Yeah, it's that's, bad for the that guy. sucks. I guess all he, all he can do now is just try and play his best, and like, I don't know, pro- like the Raiders just need to like prove that they made the right decision, which I think they did. But like, play well without him, you know, like do that whole thing. Absolutely, and you yeah. know, Gruden is great. He's 
He seems like a great dude. Evidently, yeah, he, he he's very lovable. Mm-hmm. He's got a great like intensity to him, you know. But he's also like, if you look at his all time record, I heard it was like ninety five and ninety three. Oh, okay, he's a very middle of the road guy. Yeah, yeah, yeah. But like, he has all this like cred because he won um, the Super Bowl with Tampa Bay, and you know, he almost went to the Super Bowl when he was coaching Oakland when the what the Tuck Rule thing. Uh, but yeah, it's really. Um, it's not great, but yeah, he's he's very he's a very fun guy. I liked him when he was on the Monday night broadcast. You know, mm, he was okay. good uh, mm. as a broadcaster, funny guy. Like, seems like a seems like a really good dude. Like, yeah, his his record is a hundred wins and ninety three losses, which is a five one eight win percentage. <laughs> and in the postseason, he's five and four. <laughs> <laughs> All right. So well. yeah, good luck to you know. Yeah, I hope they you know what, they're going to be in Vegas. Uh, they're moving to Vegas. I yeah. saw the football stadium being built. And uh, I'll tell you, I went to a, a Las Vegas Golden Knights hockey game at their new arena. I also yeah. saw UFC there. How was that? Oh, it was off the hook. Like, it, it's a, such a good arena. Mm. They've designed it. It's Real estate's a premium. It's right on the strip. So they don't have, like, the luxury of, like, building this. So it's very, like, steep. Like, they stack a lot of rows in, but they're, like, very... It's, like, this intimate oh. dome. Probably seats, like, 17,000 people, but it's very, like... It's great, and it packs out. They sell that motherfucker out, man. Especially didn't hurt that Vegas is dope. Their hockey yeah. team went to the Stanley Cup their first, first year, but year, uh, yeah. no, it was it was incredible. Such a good atmosphere, and like it was a show. Like you get there, they have a DJ, they're bumping tunes as you walk in. Like the energy, the whole thing. The hockey game was secondary to the mm. show that they were putting on, and like I, I fucking loved it. So now they're building the football stadium there. It looks dope. Have an NFL. They love sports in Vegas, like. Mm-hmm. So, like, even the locals. Like, you would think, oh, you'd think you go to a Vegas Golden Knights game and it's going to be a bunch of Canadians. Nah, man, they're like, who's a tourist here? And then, like, how, you know, you know, people roar. Like, who's local? And fucking place went nuts. Wow. So you, it's like... crazy that it's actually, like, a local contingency that's filling out these hockey games. At least yeah. it was surprising to me. I would have never thought, like, I didn't think that was going to work at all. But I'm hearing how they, yeah, like you were saying, the stadium's just mad. Yeah, I, I remember yeah. our buddy in the NHL, Scott Lawton. We were like, he's kind of one of those guys that might get when they did like the the entry draft. Like they oh, created okay. this team and they got mm-hmm. to draft players from other teams. You know, mm-hmm. teams have to like protect certain players. Other they could just get plucked. You know, and Lawton yeah. was one of those guys that maybe was going to get plucked. And I'm like, oh, that would suck. Oh, I'll go to Vegas. Like, no, that would <laughs> actually been fantastic for him. Yeah, that's fucking sick, man. But yeah, no, it sounds like uh, sounds like the opposite of a Sens game. Where you have oh to drive, <laughs> you have to drive fucking thirty minutes from downtown to the stadium. Yeah, 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 to a snooze fest. And then there's no music, there's no games, there's no like it's not fun. Like it's just it's just dead quiet, and people aren't even cheering or giving a fuck. And uh, that's so disrespectful, but I think it's true. I went to a couple of games. Yeah, and like it is like on one hand, it's very quiet. It's not filled out at all. The team stinks. And uh, you know the owner, Eugene Melnick? He's like yeah. the owner of the Senators. He got chewed out by the Minister of Sport, like the Provincial Minister of Sport, Lisa mm. McLeod, like saw him at a music festival and was like, your team fucking sucks. <laughs> and she, evidently she's like, I'm your fucking minister. <laughs> and then people were giving her a hard time. Like, how dare you be so rude to the owner? But it's kind of like when George chewed out uh, George Steinbrenner on, on Seinfeld. It's kind of like That's true. when, uh, you know, Costanza 
gave the owner of the Yankees a hard time. He's like, hire this man. Yeah, I love that. Hire this man. A host at uh, my work pointed that out. I was like, that's a great point. Like, we give her a hard time. Like, how mm. dare she? But it's like, mm. yeah, like, his team stinks. Yeah, like, well, she's gonna... speaking facts. I don't, like, they're but terrible. She's drunk and, yeah, it's abrasive. Like, but she, well, yeah, definitely don't go to a function and, and, and yell at anyone ever. But uh, if you're, especially if you're wasted yeah. and you have a job that's like somewhat important, don't do that. There's probably enough sense fans that are like, thank God. I don't, I don't like Doug Ford or his administration, but mm. thank you you lisa mcleod you just you know you're exactly what i'm thinking Another oh that's how most i think that's how most sense fans are they don't yes they, everyone hates fucking melnick dude like I, working there for tsn for two years like everyone hates melnick everyone chirps him this guy gets zero respect they bring him on the show and they trip him like he's not like, it's not it's not good for this guy and he just i don't know man he does we're really gonna turn things around and the coast is like yeah 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 yeah, yeah, yeah. and he's saying no, like, you're not he's like yeah we're making some changes at the stadium uh instead of parking being twenty dollars which was fucking ridiculous it's gonna be twelve dollars it's like Man, like that's not the yeah. change. <laughs> like, I like, like definitely make the parking less. Should have been twelve dollars in the first place. But I want to hear some better shit than that. Like, how yeah. are we gonna win some fucking games, man? It is, yeah, for sure. You're gonna turn away <laughs> enough people. You should be free park. You should drive me to the arena. That's the only way. Because it, it's, it's sad. far, man. It's sad how empty it is, right? You never want to go to like something where it's just underpopulated like it's just not bumping you know what i mean it's kind of like with the blue jays this year but mm. with going to that senators game i did appreciate like this is so canadian like these fans here like these are canadian people yeah, yeah people that have made their way out from you know 30 minute drive from you anywhere know, all ends all, all of all these rural of areas yeah. that yeah. are surrounded and, and that was cool and i did pick up that like sweet vibe but like i don't want i don't want sweet and pleasant i want like a intense sporting atmosphere i want something the way, like with energy you, with you, bite when you go to a raptors game it's absolutely insane like i haven't been since i had like uh, i haven't been in forever i went back when we had like bosh i had like uh, oh, courtside yeah, okay. I, I lucked out wow, and got like wild, like wow. courtside's fucking that's crazy it wasn't quite, it was behind the atlanta hawks bench Oh, that's awesome. I was, you could like, you're know, so close. You could smell these dudes. Yeah, yeah, oh, like, oh, it was oh. great. It was, <laughs> oh, okay. Oh, it was like. I, well, yeah. <laughs> I mean, but no, that's, uh, no, we got to go, man. It's uh, like, there's no rest at a Raptors game. Like, like the game, like after the game, you're like, like you're so, like your brain has been stimulated for, you know, three hours so much that. Yeah, yeah, yeah. You don't even know what the fuck just happened. Like. That's what you want. You want a sporting, even like sometimes doing play-by-play for Humber Hawks. Like they would have rival matchup against Sheridan College and, you know, overtime thriller and you leave there and you're like, I can't go to bed right now. Like, it's 1030, <laughs> but like I'm, 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 I'm jazzed up yeah, right yeah, now. Yeah. yeah. No, it's the Raptors game is fuck like any, any moment between the game for two seconds people are throwing shirts like the rappers coming out doing things like people are doing tricks like fucking jumping off tramp like there's shit happening every moment and the dj is fucking ill yeah his name is uh four corners this guy's nasty making crazy mixes like it's just yeah. dope like they got put everything. in effort to make an atmosphere and yeah. the opposite is true for the blue jays i went to the blue jays on victoria day it's a holiday you're gonna get a good turnout they mm. sat vlad guerrero jr people were pissed off you know you you, mm. you sit the young star everybody wants to see it's like what do you do? What was that about? Yeah. Um, but then also, like, it was just dull. Like, I guess that's baseball. I just don't get it. I'm, mm. I've never been a baseball guy. Yeah. Um, but it Me was either. just unforgivably dull. Like, nothing. No t-shirt cannon. Nothing. Every time I've gone to a baseball game, I don't remember the game. Like, I don't watch the game. Like, I'm, no, I get wasted. Yeah. <laughs> get so wasted with the guys or with the group that I'm with that I hardly see the game. 
Yeah. I don't know if this is a joke or not, but like, you know how like baseball is the only sport where, you know, how like in hockey, like wait till a whistle before you get up. Like baseball, there's no, just, just get up, walk in front of me, go get some more. Don't wait. (laughs) This is, the game is a stoppage of play. It's true. Like someone will spill a beer on you and you'll be like, "Uh, well, (laughs) this is an upgrade. Yeah, that's fine. I guess something I can do now. (laughs) Wipe this up. I don't know. Oh my God. Well, man, we'll take a quick break, Johnny. I think we could uh, maybe, you know, get some ice packs. Get and a towel cool down. Like yeah. <laughs> a towel down. <laughs> and, uh, yeah, we'll come back on the uh, the straight up unnamed <laughs> podcast. podcast. All right. So we got a couple reads this week, uh, surprisingly, because this is our first podcast, so we shouldn't have any. People are basically <laughs> so ready to give you money. I love it to yeah. advertise. They'll believe anything. Yeah, we just told them that we were we told told them who we were, and then uh, that was enough, actually. Yeah. So uh, first read this week. Let me just pull it up on my phone here. <clears throat> Strike Force. If you are, if you're in a battle uh, about um, the business that you're in, and you're looking to uh, put together a strike. They'll come by and they'll add tents and barbecues and they'll set up a volleyball uh, situation. They'll put up signs. They'll help you hold signs and that. Strike board. And let me just say, like, even though they pay us, they are really good. Like, they they provide a great service. And yeah. like, if you want to play, like, maybe you want to set up a badminton net at your family barbecue. Right. Like, they'll do that. They'll do that. So regardless of the force or the strike, sorry, they'll bring the force regardless of the strike. So. If you're just, yeah, at a family barbecue, they'll bring that and they'll yeah. set up the barbecue, actually. You don't have to do anything. Yeah, this is a great service. You guys should really check it out. And also, uh, we have to... Where's my paper? Uh, this also brought to you by the U.S. Army. You can join the U.S. Army. They're looking for... It's pretty much like playing a video game. Uh, you know, so if you like Call of Duty, sign up for the military. Uh, www.usmilitary.com. <laughs> That one wasn't. Strike Force actually does pay. U.S. Army does not. That was just a joke. Right. So we're back. <laughs> Johnny, um, I got a video I want to show you, buddy. We're back from break. Uh, first off, I want to say there is. I have a. I'm going to save this really, really funny video. Uh, you know, everybody loves to see when somebody has a bad attitude. We like to see them get their comeuppance. That's why everybody's so mad with Antonio Brown. Is he's almost getting rewarded for bad behavior? Yeah. But I have a video. Uh, I'll show before we go to our next break at the end here, and it's uh, it's just a woman getting you know with a terrible attitude on an airplane, and she gets her comeuppance. And I'll save that for you. But first, Johnny, I want to show you the the you know the goofiest video of all time. <laughs> um, <laughs> my man with the uh, this bit. Man, how much time? Now, you know? what are the odds this guy's German? <laughs> uh, the, he's absolutely German. They're, the the only odds is one and one. Like, what, what, <laughs> how did what, that one is just? What do you you know? There's actually, if you look back, the the writing on that box was in fact Klaus Chilson. Oh, okay. Looks like Swedish or German or. <laughs> it's like I don't I don't know I think it's because. They're balloons, and he's just using very sharp things. Like, it's just so unnecessary that it's amazing. Now, is this art? Or is this, like, goof? Is this, like, meme goof? Or is he, like... (laughs) (laughs) Hit him with a Michael Jackson, just like... Oh, you mad, because I'm styling on you. That's fire. 
No, I love this guy. I fucking love this guy, dude. Uh, I think that's... <laughs> All right. Yeah, we, we, we'll leave it on we the get it. <laughs> <laughs> He's doing weird shit with, like, knives or some sort of pointy situation, and he's popping balloons. Yeah, it's it's quite a uh, quite an interesting thing to do. I, I, like, what compel? I guess there's really somebody will just get passionate about anything. Like, there is unlimited things for somebody to randomly obsess on. It's why there's like people that study. There's a scientist out there who's devoted their whole life to studying like beetles, like one mm. type of beetle. Mm-hmm. That's like, that's wild to really just like hon- like just zero in onto a beetle or something like similar like that god bless that's probably you're gonna be if you really have that kind of passion about a beetle Mm -hmm. you know that's probably your best use to society is just focus on that what's one thing that you could like just focus on for the rest of your life what's my beetle what's my thing flipping water bottles i really think that like just understanding the physics like i have good hands i have the og you were the og that i really did think i invented like the flipping of the water bottle i think you you invented it yeah like in grade it all started when i played football we'd have these like carriers right you have this like uh this plastic mold it it carries like six bottles right and then Mm. like you know so there's like these slots each bottle has a slot i would be like like hamill get on the field i'm like okay and i would flip the bottle into the holder like it would kind of you know what i'm saying am i Mm. describing this well so yeah so um i would just do that and then people would notice me doing it and they'd do it too and then the competitions, man. You were the OG. You were the best. And then I think in class, like I brought it to the classroom. Mm-hmm. I started flipping bottles on the desk and stuff. Teachers like, stop that. That's too so loud, like so obnoxious <laughs> and so loud. It's kind of a recurring theme in my high school adventure was teachers like imploring me stop, to yeah. stop, <laughs> stop, shut doing up, whatever stop, you're doing. Yeah, yeah. Whether it's my voice <laughs> or other kind of noise, put a fucking sock in it. Mm. But then I then people started like flipping bottles. People took it to another level. Like they were doing the double flip. People were doing like the doubles, mm. and you know, I never got into all that. I like to keep it, but well, I like you know, to think you... that. And then you see it popping up online. People at like that high school wild. talent shows and, yeah. and shit like this. And I honestly do, like jokingly, I say I invented it, but somewhere deep down, to me, you did. I guess it's also like simultaneous. Like Charles Darwin invented the theory of evolution, but five, three years later, independent of Charles Darwin, somebody else came up with the same theory. So Ideal we all kind of ride around. Yeah, maybe. it's right there. Yeah, we're all in the so right. You know, Charles Darwin, Matt Hamill, who really came yeah. up with these good ideas. Well, yeah, it's definitely Let's a not one A, a one <laughs> you know one A one B or whatever the fuck it is. What's your What's your like? beetle what's your water bottle flip what are you so obsessed with that it kind of almost seems like how could you even make a you know how could you even make a contribution with this but you just find a way to just just zero in music on music aside eh? you know what i mean i know that's the tough thing because music there's so many things that i could do in terms of like i could listen to one record for the rest of my life and like dissect every little bit of it but that doesn't count do like a thesis paper you know on the like that record behind you i could i could go in on you know every track but that's not hmm let's see what if something i could zero in on ah i feel like it's gonna be porn related (laughs) i just do would you want to be like a porn director (laughs) yeah no i i honestly and i everyone's thought about it but I really have thought about it, and I, think I would maybe actually more people would it. think about being in it, like an actor, yeah. as opposed to uh, orchestrating, being mm-hmm. a director. I mean, I I wouldn't want to be in it because like I got grandparents. 
So do <laughs> so do the people that act in it. They just I, I know, and that's but some it's that's, a legitimate <laughs> thing. There was a reality show called Sex Factor, mm. and what they do is like they actually uh, it's kind of like a reality show. They bring in a bunch of amateur people, and uh, it's kind of like a reality show competition, and it's like X rated. It's on the internet. So, oh wow! Uh, awesome. But they bring in out. these amateur, and then the the winner gets like a, a a professional porn contract, and you really get a sense like it's a skill. These people aren't just having sex; like they are the one people that win are like very much advanced in their approach to mm. like to oozing like sexuality like evidently if you meet Paris Hilton you might think Paris Hilton is so so in terms of being hot evidently if you meet her you will be like consumed by the vibe that she gives off this mm. like sexual sort of like you, know you what get I mean? it you get it when you meet her okay so that's kind of what you need to be in a the porn in star the, I think you yeah. have this like special quality of like channeling like you know sexual energy well it's a real it's it is a true art like it really like and they spend all day sometimes two days shooting shooting a film like as bad as the dialogue is and the acting and and maybe some of the like scenes the continuity makes zero sense like it's hard to fucking, oh my god it's hard to do what they do nothing worse than when a porn like i get distracted by how bad it is or like yeah. when it's like awkward and it's like really it's awkward in real life between these two actors and you're like oh this is like oh, i was so close it's the worst yeah just or like you see like a clean just cut you know like the scene completely just cut and then the person will finally or something say the drops line. something like falls yeah. in the background yeah, yeah. It's, it's like, like what was that noise going on? you see the camera guy like with the mic Again, yeah, it's just, but it doesn't matter, right? Because she's she's hot, and then they're gonna like it's it's funny. It's like a weird uh, balance of like they'll do the most that they like they need to for the story, and then it's just like all right, sex, yeah. But uh, I'm so like I'm so deep in the shit. Like I'm about the story now. Like if the story is no good, like I'm out, dude. Really? Yeah. Like I I'm watching. Uh, I'm checking out the the full video, and that story's got to get me, man. So that's why it goes a long way. That's why I want to be. That's why I've thought about getting into directing because I think I could, um, I could, I could add add a little bit of flavor to the mix. You know, kind of make it more of a a true story for people uh, like me that'll uh, get hooked by the story more than just you know the ass and the titties. Yeah, and if you look at uh, remember that show Kenny versus Spenny. Yeah where they compete these two guys compete and uh, one episode they both had to direct their own porno and Kenny made like a comedy thing did like kind of a and Spenny just did like his vision of like you know he obviously had like an experience he wanted to he thought you know and the idea is to be able to like make that into a film and for what it means to you for other people to watch it and pick up on that or relate to it and he failed miserably but (laughs) so it it is like it, it is probably pretty tough to it's probably figure out a way to whatever vision you have of like some you know something to you know to make that uh, and to keep it fresh like to be able to make lots and lots of you know movies it seems like different right, storylines yeah you gotta be banging out like three four movies a it's week it's an art it's an art it's form it's, a, like, a, it's, it's like an artist easy. who makes an album that sounds yeah. exactly the same as the last one you're right. like that's weak no you gotta keep bringing some new stuff yeah it's t- it seems like a like a tough industry especially how cutthroat it is especially if you're a female like like Oof. a couple years in, you know, it's like, oh, she's not, she's not hot and new any, anymore, not young, and she's too. She's changing categories now. She, she's too old to be like the, you know, uh, barely legal type situation. But then she's not old enough to be in the milf situation. So she's, it's kind of like, it seems tough. It's so niche. I guess like yeah. there are certain porn stars that are probably like a girl could be very versatile. She could mm. be blonde and uh, you know young looking or like fit. You know all these different categories. But like some girls, like if you're tattooed, like you really like sort of segment yourself into one. Good point. I never thought about that. That's coming out of the show, Sex Factor, this reality show I was talking oh, about. Okay. They had a girl who was like all tatted up, and they're like, you kind of can limit yourself. You're like, you know, the suicide girl, mm-hmm. uh, you know, category. And it's sort of, 
yeah, kind of puts you in a corner, you know? Yeah, and I've really thought about uh, all that. And I guess you gotta you have to think about that if you're like say you're already in the industry and you're about to get a couple of tattoos you got to think about that like what are these tattoos gonna do for the rest of my career you know it's like anything like I'm getting into broadcasting you know I just mm. finished college and like you know getting my career up and going and it's like how do you want to market yourself what do you kind of horizons do you want to have open to you or do mm-hmm. you want to close yourself off and you know do podcasts where you talk about jerking off like so that is a good question though what uh have you thought about like how far have you thought along that well everybody i fuck with you know you listen to podcasts and these comedians who just talk they bear it all on the line and it seems like look you might limit yourself if you tell too much about yourself you might mm. kind of be untouchable you know kellogg's won't ever advertise with you <laughs> but at the same time nobody will ever fuck with you if you don't tap into some real vulnerable mm-hmm. shit you know what i mean mm-hmm. if you just keep it surface and you don't show any bravery who's gonna want to listen to your stuff yeah. you know it's generic you just become like uh nothing you're if you try to please everybody you you become nothing so it's just kind of like a, I guess a dilemma in my head is like how real do you want to be you know what i mean and then you listen like look at dave Chappelle just released a comedy special mm-hmm. uh, kept it so real like i am don't consider myself i'm aware of the politically correct movement and you know i'm i believe i i'm a respectful of everybody you know what i mean but Dave, people hate Dave Chappelle's special. They think that it's, uh, you know, regressive and like, you know, on Rotten Tomatoes, it has a 33% rating but yeah. with, with the critics, with the with audience, the, with the like real people, or 99%. Yeah. And anybody who knows comedy goes, that's one of the best comedy specials ever made. I, I think so too. Yeah. So it for incredible. it to get a 33%. So, but even me watching that, I was like, wow, he's really going after some of these topics. Yeah. And so like, what does that say about me? Like, even I get kind of uncomfortable mm-hmm. I'm like damn I'm a Dave Chappelle fan but he's going in right now mm-hmm. and it's kind of weird like what does that say about me that I agree with this dude in the sense that like you should be able to talk about stuff comedy especially you should be able to but uh, and whatever I'm doing creatively I should be able to say how you feel or what you think but uh, oof, yeah he, he he went there and but it's 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 amazing because and I, lo- I love how this is how uh, stand up works too is halfway through the joke you might be like, oh, fuck, like, I don't know what, like, what, where this is going. But then once he wraps it around and, you know, hits the punchline or whatever, you're like, oh, okay. Like, that makes sense. Yeah. Like, I actually agree with that fully, you know? I feel like that happens a lot. It happened a lot in that special where it was like, oh, I don't know. Like, he kind of made you feel like he was going to say this. And he said something else, which is like a way left, uh, not actually left, but a left field thought where you're thinking like, oh, this guy is actually like a fucking genius. When, which we knew, but it's just... I don't know. He he did like a different way of presenting his jokes in this one that was absolutely brilliant in my in my opinion. You see the promo and he's like there's a promo for it that Netflix put out and he's kind of like, you know, acknowledging in the promo like, look, these are the times we live in and if you guys if I'm your enemy because I'm speaking my mind then let's go to war. Like, you know what I mean? Like, oh my let's, god, that's <laughs> badass. <laughs> and and it was brilliant and it's kind of like and it, again he made a point of like you know, people are mad about the jokes I make, you know, about transgender people. And it's like, I joke about everybody. If I'm not going to joke about you, then it's almost like you're not in the, in the crew. Like That's actually disrespectful to not joke about you To be point. like, they're off limits. <laughs> it's like, well, no, I thought they are one of us. Like, we're, yeah, we're all people out here. Yeah. yeah. No, I, he does make fun I of I like everybody. that point, you know? I like that special was incredible. It was. Yeah. Cause, oh, my God. I got, like, emotional. Because I'm like, mm-hmm. I love comedy so much. Dave mm-hmm. Chappelle, like, you know, when I was a kid, before I even heard of the Chappelle show, 
I saw like a, you know, I must have been 12 years old. You see uh, one of like, for what it's worth, one of his okay. specials on Comedy Central. Mm-hmm. And I was like, this is, I don't know what this is, but I feel something right now. You I, know had what the I, mean? same, I had the same experience. I had never watched stand up before. And I had watched the Ch- uh, Chappelle show, but I was at the, you know, you know, when you're young and you like somebody, you just, you'll watch or listen to whatever the fuck that like anything you'll, you'll, you listen like an, if you love Kanye, like you're listening to an unfinished song from like, you know, 10 years yeah. ago, like you don't give a fuck. Yeah. So I, I'm just like, Oh, Dave Chappelle. So I popped that on and uh, yeah, I was like, I didn't even know, like I had never like watched stand up in my life, but I, I loved it from then on. And that is in my, that is my favorite stand up of all time. For what it's worth. Like, I love... That's my favorite. That's the one where he's in... Uh, San Francisco, right? San Fran, yes. And then what's the one where he does it in D.C.? That one's fucking hilarious. Killing Them Softly. That yes. one's awesome, too. Yeah. Well, he's, like, all of his specials are... And, like, the oh, HBO gosh. special is, like, a shorter one. Mm-hmm. That's like, kind of the first... And uh, he's younger. His voice is higher. It's, like, yeah. way different, right? That one's but funny, uh, yeah. some good jokes. <laughs> yeah. I think he, that one has the joke where the... Uh, the cops, uh, black guy's house gets broken into, and he calls mm. the cops, and they come. And he's still here. You know? <laughs> <laughs> see, <laughs> like pictures of his family everywhere. See, like he, man, he touches all those. You know, yeah. like that. Like that's not a funny issue, but it's such a funny joke. Like you know, he's he's able to do that. Like exactly. And you're a kid. Like you don't even really understand the dynamics personally. I didn't really understand the dynamics mm. of like the social issues that he touches on. But it's funny. At the end of the day, like. He is brilliant, like Joe crafting, and also like just a funny dude. He can just say a word, like, and and he just you know <laughs> he just embodies. Talk about the porn stars who like embody this, like you know they channel this like sexual energy. He just channels that like sexual energy, <laughs> 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 that that funny, that comedic yeah. energy. I love that. Yeah, no, he he's yeah, he was amazing. That was uh, he has an amazing way of framing jokes and just putting things into perspective and i think all all good comics really do they kind yeah. of do that for you and they, they make you go oh you know i never really uh that is how things are huh. yeah <laughs> yeah and i guess depending on who you really like it's funny like if you point something out to someone like about themselves like johnny why do you keep getting up and doing they'll laugh like people can't help but laugh when you point out something that they're doing <laughs> they didn't even notice and that's what comedians do they like point out the intricacies of our daily life and frame it to you in a way where like oh yeah that is kind of what we all do. That is silly. <laughs> yeah, no, that's true. That's so true. Have that vision to be able to observe what's going on and present it to you in an interesting way, you know? Yeah, definitely. We got to, like, I don't know when he's going to be back in Toronto and if we'll even have the ability to get a ticket, but we need to see this guy live. I do. That's definitely, like, you know, the fact that Prince died, I won't get to see Prince perform. Mm-hmm. That is, like, uh, a big issue for me. But, yeah, I have to absolutely, my number one, artist musician anything I, i'm pretty sure dave chappelle is at the top of like of my mount rushmore of artists mm-hmm. no i that uh, are alive right now yeah. dave chappelle kid cuddy yeah another guy i gotta see live and it's toby lou man toby lou who toby lou <laughs> <laughs> terrence no nah, toby lou man he's this rapper right now oh, he's, he's the one you were told you about him, him. Yeah, yeah he's got like i got that vibe like you know that when i first heard day and night by kid cuddy right just mm-hmm. put it on repeat and like that type of strong uh, reaction mm. and uh, that's kind of what I get from Toby Lou man I gotta and, uh, I still yeah, gotta check this I know, guy out I, I, got, I need to yeah I need to cause I wish I could have been like yeah you know yeah but I haven't even heard of a fucking thing so he's good man he's got a cool vibe you know what I mean super cool Johnny I think now's the time to show you the video I wanna show you the uh, one of the funniest <laughs> videos I saw this week I don't it's probably not super fresh but I don't think a lot of people have seen it let me get the volume up 
And uh, so this woman, let me set it up. This woman's on an airplane. She works for like the governor's office. And I guess that's probably why she feels entitled and feels empowered to be nasty and snobby. And so she's yelling at this mother and her child that are sitting beside her on the other side of the aisle. She's upset that the baby's crying. She's boarding the flight, doesn't want to sit beside a crying baby the whole flight. I work for the governor. Can you hear it? Yeah, not super loud, but yeah. Right here. Oh, okay, yeah. <laughs> oh, shit. I'm sorry. I was really strict. Tabitha. I was really Thank you, Tabitha. Stressed you might not out. have a job tomorrow. All right, you're off the flight. Oh, I'm sorry. I'm sorry, Look, Tabitha. Tabitha. <laughs> yeah, Tabitha. <laughs> yeah. We're trying to like send that home. Eh? They told Tabitha. Oh, man. What a. First of all, you get on a plane. If there's a baby near you, there's a baby near you. That's just what it is. Yeah. Like, you're sitting in coach. It's like getting shit on by a bird. Like, what are you going to curse the skies? Like, <laughs> yeah, like, what are you going to do? You know? Shoot the bird out of Babies the sky. Babies cry. Like, like this is what it is. From yeah, above. Like, it's just the cards you were dealt that time. I've I've actually sat next to babies, and like people that would have babies and the babies crawling all over me and shit. Like, I'm, what the fuck am I gonna say? Like, I I had a baby one time that wasn't crying, but just like looking at me and being mm, funny and laughing mm, and like that was it's a good time. That was great. Yeah. yeah, but the baby crying. I mean, if you're gonna go on a flight, be prepared. Have your yeah. earplugs. Yeah, you know. Have the headphones on. Definitely shut the fuck up. Like, definitely don't <laughs> fucking say anything. But you see, like, her, like, how wound up she was, right? Mm. Like, going from being, like, so nasty and, like, this baby crying, you know. And, uh... I'm sorry. I I was stressed. Look, I oh. have to get on this flight. Man. You're off. You're gone. It's funny how people flip like that. Eh? They they just switch into, oh, no, no, no. Actually, no, I I, I can't. And here, here's my excuse. Well, and, and that's what happens, like... It's like what a bully is. Like if a bully, mm. they say you punch him in the face. This lady just got, you know, metaphorically punched in the face by the flight attendant. Like yeah. she was being a, this lady was being a bully, just needed to be checked, and it was that easy to solve the problem. You know. I wonder why she took it so far to say you might not have a job tomorrow. Like, well, she said I work for the governor's office. Like she was given a very like, do you know who my dad is? Type of energy. Oh god. You know? yeah. And I think she actually was buying into her own bullshit. Mm-hmm. And uh, how great is that? Yeah, fuck you. <laughs> fuck you, lady. You're off the flight. No, Tabitha. Look, I'm sorry. Tabitha. <laughs> Tabitha? It's not a P, ma'am. <laughs> but, I yo, love that. No, that's good. That's, see, that's, that's, I don't know. Life should, should continue that way, I think. Yeah. And it kind of like the onus is on all of us to mm. like when somebody is being like that. And maybe you get a, maybe, oh my God, she works for the governor. Maybe you kind of believe her. Mm-hmm. She's coming in with such bravado, you might actually buy into it mm-hmm. and let her kind of push you around. No, you know, Tabitha fucking held it down. <laughs> this podcast dedicated to Tabitha. Yeah, shout out to Tabitha. Tabitha. <laughs> <laughs> well, Johnny, I think we've been recording for well over an hour. Yeah. I could use uh, rehydration and. Yeah, Strike Force only paid us for an hour. So we should yeah, probably, so yeah, technically we, we get fined every $1,000. <laughs> So, thanks, Johnny. Appreciate you setting up in your lovely abode. 
Oh man, <laughs> appreciate you coming through, and we sh- we're gonna be doing this uh, on a weekly basis. Let's so, do it. That's yeah, right. I'm making that call right and now. We'll, yeah, we'll name it. We'll find out a name. And yeah, we'll we'll do it on a weekly base. Hey man, boom. So uh, yeah. Hey man, boom. No. Well, we'll think about. It. We'll talk about. It. <laughs> Brainstorming session. Just like keep it in the. All right. This is what fades. Out.